Holy Puck, your number one source of hockey news, views, and abuse. It seems to be part of the course for the fucking Habs these days. I, I will definitely take all your advice on spark plugs. You're a piece of shit. Uh, it's good, wholesome fun. Vibes around. Good vibes around. Holy Puck. Old fans longing for a return to the glory days. So aggressive. And then there's young fans so who don't aggressive. know what a glory day is. Shame! Braden's budgie. It was such a one-sided fight. It was brutal. That's top-notch comedy. If you don't appreciate that, you can fuck off. Well, here it is. This is episode 14 of Holy Puck, your best source of hockey news, views, and abuse. Mm. I'm John. This is Cam. How you doing, man? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Well, it's been two weeks since we've podcasted, and let me just say I am raring to go to talk about some hockey. Yeah, I was definitely getting withdrawal symptoms. I don't like it when life gets in the way. I know. Life got well in the way. We had gastro. Recently. We had family issues. We had weddings. We've That's had we've had, all we've sorts had of birthdays. Things. If there's Squirts, been... Very important. Ooh, I went nine times in one day yeah, when I had did. gastro. That was, that's, I think that probably made the news... More than anything in our in our group, so to speak. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Cham's got the squirts. Yes. Well, the thing was, <laughs> I was I was emceeing and best manning a wedding whilst I had the squirts. So I was just smashing hydrolytes and anti-diuretic tablets instead of drinking tinnies and there's, eating all the entrees. There's nothing bad about that at nothing all. Nothing bad about that. This story gets nine out of ten squelches. <laughs> well, when the photographer rocked up to where we were getting ready, I was just lying on the tiles in my tropical party um, wedding underpants. Which were. were great, just clutching at a hydrolyte uh, and a punch of poo pills. And she's like, What's wrong with this dude? I'm like, Send help. <laughs> it's like, Is that guy even in the wedding party? She was also, sweet. She was also Swedish, and I asked her if she knew raised fist, which was the ultimate icebreaker. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> hey, anyway, though. So let's talk about hockey real quick. It and is good to be back here, though, in the dungeon, the love shack. The love shack, as in your spare the, room. The spare room <laughs> on top of my house. Yeah. It's cute, it's cute though. It's cute. It's my junk room. You know what it is? It's um, it's cozy. It is cozy. It's, it's welcoming. It is, and it's it's a balmy night in Melbourne. Thirty two degrees. Oh, you pricks that live in cold weather climates don't even know how crap this is. Like John likes the cold. I like the cold. It is brutally hot at the minute. It's twenty nine degrees outside, and it's eight forty five p.m. Still, how is that even a thing? And it's muggy. It's so shit. Let's just say I am swimming in a ball soup right now. <laughs> My my thighs. The mind boggles. <laughs> the mind boggles at that image. Oh, <laughs> the creamy lather. Oh my god. Good lord. Anyway, let's talk some hockey and let's hit up our burning issues. <laughs> oh, let's get right into those, shall we? Yes, we shall. And guess what? Do you want to start with a lol? I would love to. See. Let's do it. You know what? I'm happy anytime we we loll about Ilya Kovalchuk. He oh. is such a fuckhat. Ilya, bucket of shit. Thank you. And to the point that he's actually getting benched in the playoffs. Where get, does this dude get off? Get, get around, so he's gone three games in the KHL playoffs <laughs> without scoring, and he's blowing it. And he's been benched again. Cue another temper tantrum in three, two, one. Trade talks. Go Russia. Yay. No, seriously. Team Suck shit, because what a wanker. Oh, my God. And you know what? I'm stoked. I'm, I'm just having a really good time with it, mainly because it's it's Kobe, and it's great to just see him fail miserably. Side note, I just saw John's screensaver on his phone again, recently celebrated his one-year wedding anniversary with his wife. Still a picture of Ovi. Yep. Hey, hey. Just in hey, case anyone... We clinched a playoff spot today. First team to do it, hit the 50-game plateau. Suck mm. it. Yeah, because no, there's never been a team that's achieved regular season success and bombed in the playoffs. I wouldn't, oh, wait. Be, I wouldn't be worried about oh, that at all. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. It's all gone horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about things that aren't the Caps potentially blowing it in the next few weeks. Potentially. Uh, highly touted you. wings prospect. Anthony Mantha's got his call up for the NHL, which is cool. Uh, first game with a big club. He did play today. He did. I'll be totally honest. Didn't actually check what he contributed on the score sheet. I was just so excited that he was actually, you know, you know what? Call up. I didn't even watch it. I didn't watch it. I'm, I'm happy that he's getting an opportunity because I mean, Detroit are one of those cusp teams at the minute. We were we were doing some deep dive investigation in the ladder today. Well, let me check and right now. Like they did lose to the Flyers, obviously. They did. So the Flyers are in that spot where the they could menacingly look pop in. They could fl flip into that little spot. So I'd be shitting my pants if I was you because the Flyers can kick the crap out of the. Oh caps. my god, they fucked us so hard this year. Let's have a look real quick. So, <coughs> mm, ooh, no, 
Nah, he didn't show up on the score sheet. Uh-oh. That's okay, Anthony, though. It was your first game. We still like him. It's fine. More importantly, though, and hear me out on this, Detroit's recruitment and scouting staff, hockey engineer Terminators, yeah. Traveling back in time to terminate the long-term cup aspirations of other NHL clubs and to keep Detroit ticking over. I actually don't know how they do it. They have an exceptional scouting squad. Yeah, but like you've got exceptional. So, many, so many teams that have exceptionally crap scouting squads. Yeah, but Detroit, Detroit consistently just, yeah. just does such a good job. And they've been doing such a good job for like since the early 90s. 25 years. But yeah. surely you go all Spygate on them. And you basically go, right, what are Detroit doing that they find all these Just dudes? Just follow them around. Cop- yeah, literally, they're like... Just follow them. Detroit are on route to City X, right, to go check out a player. You should be in the bushes 12 feet behind them with a long lens going, who's this kid? Exactly. What is the fat guy with a mustache and a suit doing in fucking Alaska? I know, he's scouting someone. Yeah, follow him. Follow him. Yeah. Follow him. So I'm, I'm both really happy for Detroit because I'll always have a soft spot for Detroit as, yeah. as anyone around our age should because that yeah. let's be honest, that was the first team you probably saw play hockey. Yeah, that, the, the and, whole and dynasty thing. The, the Mighty the, Ducks. Of course. Of course. Um, but I th- I th- you're right. Absolutely. Anyone who, who's in our age demographic. Detroit was your first love. Yeah, everyone has a soft spot. You know, here's how it goes across all the codes. If you're around 30 in 2016, Detroit was probably the first hockey team you watched. Yep. If, and we're talking like, you know, people outside of Canada. Of course. The Dallas Cowboys were probably the football team you watched. Guilty. The baseball team you watched could have been, it was probably the Yankees or the Mets or the Cubs. Probably. Yeah, one of those big market teams. Yeah, and the basketball teams was, you know, Bulls, the Pistons, Bulls, Magic, yeah. Hornet. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. the same thing. It's the same. We, we can agree on that one. We all respect Detroit is what we're trying to say. And we we're do. jealous of Detroit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And hey. we like Stevie Y. Do you know what else we like? The second best Dalton ever. The first, obviously, being Patrick Swayze's character in Roadhouse. Of course. I let you have this one for a good reason. Because you know how much I love Roadhouse. I, I know. Hey, you know what? I watched Point Break yesterday. Ah! Uh, yes! <laughs> yeah! So, Dalton Prout, <laughs> uh, in a recent game, he threw a glove against the Bolts. He threw a gloved punch at Nikita Kucherov. It didn't actually look that bad at the time. Kucherov didn't look that rattled. But on top of the roughing minor and a 10-minute misconduct, the league wants to look into it further. So I suspect that Wayne Simmons' uh, glove punch on McDonough a month or so ago has now set the precedent that every time you get glove punch, the league's checking it out. Well, you know what? Good on them for actually thinking about maybe there's some foul play here and let's investigate a little bit. I mean, nothing's going to happen. They're going to chase the glove punches, but you can still punch each other's hands gloves. Yes. No glove, no love. Ah. ah. Well done. Yeah, noted. Well done. Excellent noted. work. Hey, you can have this one. Uh, yes, actually. Sorry, I lost my our point. So the Calgary Inferno of the Canadian Women's Hockey League took out their uh, their trophy this year, the, the Clarkson Cup. The inaugural Clarkson Cup? Yeah, they took it out. First time. They've Con- done well. Congratulations, ladies. Killer. Good news. And I actually watched the highlights package. I, that's the only thing I find frustrating and I, what I want to see moving forward. Slight sidestep rant. Obviously, the NHL is the Premier League and everyone's got like an NHL league pass or game pass, right? Yeah. I would love to see an add-on option where it's like, you know what, pay 10 bucks extra a year and you can you catch can the, the CWHL broadcast and the NWHL broadcast. Like, yeah. if they want to grow the, the women's game publicly and at a professional level, I'd throw out discounted viewership packages and I'll watch the shit out of it. Yeah, I'd pay for that. Because I don't know where to find it at the moment. Yeah, neither. Like, you have to scour Reddit. For a like a stream like a live from Canada or something. or something, yeah, which is yeah, like that's hard work. It is. Well, a lot of the, the a lot of the um, arenas where they play are already set up for big market broadcasting. They may as well just continue capitalize. Yeah, that's right. Well, the AHL Game Pass is more expensive than the NHL one, which is ridiculous. Yes, and you can only watch it on weekends because that is when they play. What a rot! Hmm. What a goddamn rot! Super upsetting. Actually, you know what? I don't care that much. I care a little bit. I don't. Well, I'm like a three out of ten. I care more about having something to be indignant about than actually yeah, caring about Yeah, I felt that's it. what was driving this. Yeah. I felt that you being upset about something was probably yeah. more... The real driver? Yeah, yeah. I felt that. Hey, while we're thinking of the ladies, though, yes. again, kudos to the Boston Pride for taking out the NWHL's Isabel Cup for the first time. Yeah. So this is good. This is a nice little tribute. Mm. A tribute victory. It is so a tribute victory. I like it. Because, obviously, Dana Lang, who was injured in the Winter Classic uh, curtain raiser, played yes. for the Boston Pride. So, if you've got a minute, go hunt down on the Boston Pride socials. They took the cup in to see a, 
She looks happy. Good vibes. See? We love vibes. vibes. We're all about, see, as we get older, those, those you know, rom- romantic stories and a mm. nice, a good story where there's a nice outcome at the end. You know what? Does it for me every time. It's like American Pie. Oh. You know? Oh. Always a good ending. Always a good ending. Hey, um, and, you know, we're huge Paul Finch fans. So Huge. Just <laughs> as the um, Red Wings are heating up into the postseason, although they did lose today, lol. Well, um, I, they're, like I said, they're a cusp team at the minute. But it is improving. Well, they're, they're only a couple games ahead. Yeah. So there's there's like four or five teams that are like behind the Penguins that can easily slip into that. I think everyone's got like 14 one. games left or something, or thereabouts. Yeah, they're like between 12 and 15 games. But they've lost stalwart defenseman Nick Cronwolf up Uh-oh. to three weeks. Which means that they have to ride it pretty deep into the playoffs to get it back. Yeah. I mean, look, Cronwolf's not what he used well, to be, no, but no, you, no, you, no, still, you still want him. That's right. And so I, I take my last point back. That's not necessarily true pretty deep in the playoffs. He'll come back probably the first week of the playoffs, I'd imagine. Very late first round or early second round. So that's tough. Yeah, it's not great. It's not ideal. No, you need you need that experience. So mm. tough break. Hey, speaking of big injuries and tough oh, breaks. Oh, my boy Malkin is out for six to eight weeks. Again? Now. Yeah. So he's been injured essentially all year. Upper body injury. So you know what I did this week? Dropped his ass. Dropped his ass. He's gone. But Malkin gets injured every year. And he's not injured for like two weeks. He's injured for like half the season. He very rarely plays a full season. Malkin's kind of like me when I get sick. I only get sick once a year, but when I do... You're cooked. Mad gastro, fully cooked, the squirts. When yeah. Malkin gets injured, it's like same thing, eight weeks. But he like breaks his arm or breaks something. Breaks his arm or something. Yeah, but same thing though. Exactly the same thing. You are Evgeny Malkin. Yeah, I'm... Yeah. You know what? I'm probably fitter than him. <laughs> he, Gino looks like he's afraid of the gym. Yeah, he's afraid of the gym. Not afraid of the pies, though. No. No. They just fill the thrill, let's be honest. Doesn't have to loves, be, though. Just got the, the skills. Pie. Fill the thrill with the skills. Oh, yes. We love Big Philida. Huge fan. Hey, here's a lol. Ah, uh, yes. Jonathan <laughs> Druin and his parents have finally <laughs> seen sense. Oh, yes. Here it is. And they've the, the prodigal son has returned. Back to, yeah. to the... AHL. AHL. The, yes! the Syracuse Crunch. <laughs> On you, mate. Also, side note to whoever named that team, you fuck hat. And secondly, how about the bright orange fucking uniforms that they wear? Ugh. But like you and I like alliteration. Everyone who knows us knows that we like alliteration. We love alliteration. Let's throw out rapid fire, like lightning round. If you have a team based in Syracuse, what you could have called them that's not the Crunch. Anything. Go. Snakes. Serpents. Snails. <laughs> yeah! Right, I'm done. <laughs> but seriously, like, the Syracuse, it's snails, is better than the crunch. The crunch. They've got to have, like, some, like, actual corporate sponsorship. Surely. Surely. Oh, with Captain Crunch. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Imagine if, if you were... Imagine if you were sponsored by a captain. cereal. So yeah. they get all the captains together. Be like, oh, hey, man. Are you the captain? Cr- you captain of the crunch? Yeah. Oh, does that make you captain crunch? Got him. <laughs> Shot, mate. Yeah. Um, jokes aside, though, it is good to see Druin finally playing again. It's even better to know that Stevie Eisenman would be reclining in his big ass office chair right now, going smoking all of the cigars and stroking <laughs> yeah. his cat. Just, just sitting there, going like, you know what? Yeah. That's right, bitch. Yeah. That's you right. do what I tell you to do. Yeah. You know what? If I was him, I'd be talking in third person already too. Yeah. Like, Stevie, don't take no shit from no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't make the rules. I make the no, rules. No, no, no. Stevie makes the rules. Oh. Oh. Yeah, hey, that's um, how it's going down. There's no other way. More There's good vibes though. Mike Smith has returned to the Yotes lineup after Yay. a 40-game absence. And he's killing it. Dropped a shutout on the yeah. Oilers. I mean, look, it's the Oilers. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still a shutout in your return after 40 games. So it's impressive nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, like, I couldn't shut out the Oilers. I'd probably, you know, maybe stop 38 of 39 shots. Because <laughs> they're that shit. Wow. Hey, how many number one picks does it take to make a team good? None if you're Edmonton. <laughs> I was going to say not enough. Not enough. <laughs> I Did you see the post I made today? Yeah. Chiarelli publicly stated, due to the team's poor performance, that everybody is on the trade block apart from McDavid and Drasadel. Aww. Which is actually really exciting because... Fuck, I would love Taylor Hall. I feel like everyone would love Taylor Hall. I reckon, you know what? At the end of this year, there's been so many incredibly disappointing teams that the trade market is going to absolutely explode. You and I are going to have a really fun July and August. So that's usually when I go skiing. But you know what's better than winter in Australia? John's really white, in case you guys wanted to know, because that's when he goes skiing. Oh, yes. But 
What's better than Christmas? What is better than... Free agency. Oh. Because I'm in the midst of NFL free agency at the moment. Ah, so you knee deep. Oh, my God. I know, I, I know how much NHL time just... It, the NHL trade deadline for and you, you And you like see how pedantic I am with my like spreadsheets of oh tracking my God. moves. And you don't even do it for like any reason. You just do it for yourself. And no, I like sharing information I mean, with my friends. Got a, now we've got a website. You can post that shit somewhere relevant. I but will be. Beforehand. I just did it. Beforehand, just you just did it. Yeah. But, um, yeah the it's NF- like you're writing a paper for no reason. Just because you could. So it was like most uni courses. It was a thesis. Like you were doing an arts nothing. degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on the trade deadline. Excellent. Straight news. up, when my wife graduated with her on with her teaching degree, I think it was the te- yeah, it was a teaching degree. There was someone who jam. handed in their thesis on that night, and the thesis was on the height of gutters in Australia and the impact it has on people tripping and hurting themselves. What a fucking waste of an education. You're like, yeah. You could have written his thesis in five minutes. Sometimes they're tall and you trip. Done. Yeah. What? <laughs> Your parents must be so proud. Super proud. Hey, do you know whose parents probably aren't very proud of him at the moment? Is that Dennis Widerman? Dennis Widerman. Yay. Kind of feeling a little bit bad for him though. But he did get a refund. They gave him a quarter of a million dollars back. So good on him. But still, hey, hey Dennis, we're going to cut your 20 game suspension in half to 10. But I've already missed 18. Yeah, there's not much we can do about that. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. We're going to expunge it from your record and give you some cash money, but the damage is done. This was only done to reverse the precedent a little. Yeah. That's the only reason it was done. Is it because about four other linemen got blown up in the two weeks after it? And like, maybe it was accidental. Yeah. I, I feel like, I don't think we're ever really going to get to the bottom of the real story Oh, here. I still think he cooked it. Don't get well, me wrong. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like there's... Did did you hear all that bullshit though? You know how they how he sent a text message to yeah. like a teammate and it, it got leaked, it right? Got leaked did you hear the who thing. the teammate was? Turns out it was a former Boston yeah. teammate, Greg Campbell, mm-hmm. and Greg Campbell having an old powwow over a tinny with his dad, Campbell Senior, who's on the NHL disciplinary committee. Yeah, fucking <clears throat> looks like old man. Good looking after your mates, dude. For I real. don't. I'm not blaming Greg Campbell. I reckon he had the chat with his dad in confidence, and his dad has ventured outside the trust tree ah, and just, and he's done the just old dog the boys. Don't dog the boys. Don't dog the boys. Don't dog the boys. Soupy's a good dude. He wouldn't do that. Don't dog the boys. Yeah. Hey, Blues D man, Carl Gunnison. Mad good bloke took a pay cut to re-sign with the team for three seasons. I love it when dudes do this. Why do we like it, John? Why? Well, it means that they, they pumped up the vibe. It means they can now go out and branch out. Yeah. And they can pick someone up. They can bring someone in. Sends a great a message. Gun. It says, you know what? Was that a pun? Because his name's Gunnison. Nailed it. Yeah. But it, it sends a great message, it though. It says, it's, this yeah. is a great place to play. Come and play with me. Winning's more important than money here. That's right. I like that. I, I really like it when dudes do this. Usually, it's better... You know, it's always a in general, it's it's a veteran, a veteran who's doing it, and they're like, "Yeah, I'll take a pay cut. I really want to stay. Um, it's more important for me to stay here and go for the win mm. and build the culture than it is for me to go off and get a payday." And that here at Holy Puck, we love fucking it. love it. Holy Puck HQ backs you, yes, Gunnison. Hard. Hey, Evander Kane has been legally cleared of any wrongdoing after uh, those sexual assault allegations last year. All I'm going to say on the matter is, people whose names whose surnames are Kane, how about you just don't do silly things in Buffalo that even put you in a position to have these types of allegations raised at you? Yeah. You know what? In general, just don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. Yeah, don't be a dickhead. And if you're in a potentially volatile situation that you think may not be ideal for anyone involved, just bounce. Remove yourself from the situation. Just, Just leave. You're adults. You've They're, got lots of money. You've probably got a manager, an agent. You've probably got a driver. You probably just call people. And call people. Just come you and pick what? you up. I'm pretty sure that there's an app on your phone that allows you to do this. Oh, Uber. Yeah. Oh, hey, man. Yeah. Now yeah, I've heard hey, of you. Turns out I'm going to probably be in the, in the midst of a weird sex scandal if I don't leave right now. Well, the Dallas I'm Cowboys... Sure I'm sure I'll pick you up. The immediately. Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys have a system in place because anytime a new player joins the team, the Cowboys own like the top five floors in the ritziest um, hotel in Dallas, right? Oh, yeah, and there's And so, so there. when you trade in, they park them there so they don't have to go buy a house right away. Yeah. So and they actually assign them a driver that goes everywhere, takes them everywhere, and basically yeah. the, the driver's not just a driver. He's like, he's like a bodyguard. He's, he's like a dude yeah. who basically says, you know what? Shit's getting messy. I'm pulling out. you out and taking you home. And they go, because they're football players. They're too stupid to make good decisions. So we give them a decision maker. Yeah. That's good. That's good. In fact, I would I would like one of those. 
oh, maybe I can be that guy for you. Wow. Uber. So it's essentially the find of, it's like, you Chamber. know, the friends don't let friends be giant dickheads and get in the news. Yeah. Think about it, Canes. Think about it. Yeah, all of the Canes, especially those who are balding. Hey, let's talk about someone else who's a flog. Ah, yes, Rick Nash. He's back. <laughs> but which version of Rick Nash will we see? Do we get the nasty sniper or the it's nearly playoff time, it's time to disappear? Mm, I have a feeling. It might be the latter. I have a feeling that he's going to Mr. Freeze and then go super cold and no one's going to even notice that he's there. You are and Arnie, you know what? Batman and Robin. He you is, are fucking he is, blowing You it. are wearing silver makeup. Everyone's having a great time. And more importantly, lol, the Rangers. Yeah, and you know what? I see a lol, and I raise it up. <laughs> oh, yes. Fucking New York. Oh, yes. Hey, course. um, here's one that's, that's got me really upset so oh, much. Yes. So that you I'm were gonna... fiery about this earlier this week in the forum. I'm gonna, so fiery. I'm going to talk about this again later. I know. Jared Tenordia, the Arizona, Arizona, wow. Arizona Coyotes, has been outed as failing a drug test and has been suspended for 20 games. Boom. Not actually the worst bit. No, because there's more. The plot thickens, in fact. It appears he failed the drug test whilst he was still playing for the Montreal Canadiens. And then they flipped him without communicating. Oh. How dare they? This is shady as fuck from the Habs and all the league itself. This is shitty organizational behavior. And it seems to be par for the course for the fucking Habs these days. Of course, because this all entails two... John Scott being traded for no good reason because they tried to keep him out of All-Star Weekend. Yep. Fuck you, NHL. Further, further proof that bad karma will continue to dog anyone that has fucked with John Scott. That's right. That's right. And that's why we'll continue jabbing the hab all damn day. You know what? I'm going to jab the hab for the next 10 years. Yeah. And you know what? When I'm done after the 10 years... Just keep going. Just keep right on going. Probably do it another 10. Yeah. Just keep going. Just, just keep it going all damn day. But seriously, though, good point. Failed the drug test, and they're like, oh, we picked up a player that we didn't have a chance to. Fuck off. Well, th- there's two things have happened here. Either he failed the drug test and the team were aware of it, didn't divulge and traded him. I have a feeling or, they were aware. Or he failed, right? And you know how in the, in the AFL sometimes the club isn't notified, the league's the one that's administered it? Yeah. Because the league wanted John Scott moved. So they're like, they oh, didn't just, tell the Habs. Maybe. Just, just go along here. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So either way, in either scenario, and, if, and you know, there's obviously a number of other scenarios, but in these particular scenarios, everyone comes off as a dirty. Yeah. There's a bit of stank on you. Yes. Yeah. Too much funk has been rubbed on it. Hey, you know what? I don't like it. There's more Habs funkiness. Yes! You can talk about this because you brought this to my attention. I did. So I was reading a forum recently and we was were it, talking was about... Was it Reddit? No, it wasn't. It was one of the facey ones. So uh. I, I get very involved, like especially about... Because um, I'm very passionate about concussions, you see, and how it affects players. And so we were in this deep discussion and one of the dudes said... I can't remember the, dude, the guy's name, but he's like... Was, it, was his name Derp? No. I don't know what his name was. But anyway, he's like... Very clearly, this is a fault of the league and and the Canadians because PK Saban now he's he's out with a very serious injury because he injured himself quite severely neck injury neck injury which is terrifying. Good he's work, like, Alexi Emelin. Very exactly. They, he said he's very clearly been playing with con- concussion like symptoms for the last month because he's been losing his balance where he shouldn't have. That's right. So because he fucked times, up that spinorama. That's right. Which cost him a turnover goal. That's right. I think he did it again. But how many times has he lost? And there his was feet a mid ice giveaway where he just lost his feet. That's right. So when we talked about this, and then remember when the coach came out and said, "This is, this is, this we lost this game because of PK Saban," and we went back and watched that footage a few times. We did. That's also like, not very nice. Just FYI. Exactly, but. Obviously, he's been carrying concussion-like injuries. Well, t- to me, it's it's obvious anyway. So, fucking really, he's obviously concussed. He's your best player. Fucking bench him. Like, let him get over it. So, what we're essentially saying here is, once again, they either either, either the league or the Habs have hung PK out to dry and potentially put him in a, a medically threatening situation, which will come to back to haunt him, as we are well, well aware. Down the line And so you know what I'm not angry I'm not sad I'm just disappointed Oh Good work I am I'm disappointed Look we need to move on To something positive Because I'm getting really angry now Yes Let's get around the Iron Man Jeremy Yaga Who now sits proudly In outright third place Overtaking Gordie Howe For career total points Because he recently Eclipsed the 1,850 mark He did And you know what Jesus Christ We were talking about this Today at work And we were like You know what Yeah he's not as fast As he used to be but fuck, his skills are still there. Do you reckon he's got better looking with age? Absolutely. 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 You know what he needs? Mustache. Did you see that shit needs the it. other day? That 
the Panthers finished a game at 11.30 p.m., right? And he said, oh, you know what? I've got a bit of energy. So he put five-pound weights on his ankles, 20 pounds worth of weight vest, and then did a workout to 1.30 a.m. I wouldn't be surprised. The dude's such a legend. He's actually going to play till he's 50, isn't he? Yeah. Incredible. He's still going to be relevant. Has has Yargs ever played for the Caps? Yeah. Yeah. And he's played for the base. So we can both get Yaga jerseys. Yeah, we can. Do you want to? Maybe we should. I think we should. We should get matching ones. For, like, the jersey that he played in whilst he was with your club, though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, the throwback. I like that. No, 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 because he played in the modern Boston uniform. Because oh, it was only a couple get, years we'll ago. both get 68s. But, 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 but both get, like, white away jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good we'll, idea. We'll Let's get 68s. Write I that like down. This. Yeah, write that down. Well, yeah. you don't even need to because we're recording it. Yeah, get around us. Hey, um, it's good to see the Oilers and the Jets land an outdoor game because, you know, I was really hoping for another Blackhawks outdoor game. Ah, yes, of course. That's, well, that's are, sarcasm, actually. It is. Well, you know, they are giving outdoor games out like fucking candy. Yeah, I actually, I actually got offered one for the fucking Pork yeah, Leisure here, Centre. They, yeah. You got pulled over and they're like, oh, we're not here to, not here to give you a ticket. How would you like an NHL outdoor game? Because everyone's fucking You got a pretty it. good backyard in Point Cook, man. You want one? Have yeah. two. Have, t- <laughs> have three. Are you from Boston? <laughs> so it's, it's actually sick. So the different, there's a different... Um, it's good to see different teams doing it, which is a good vibe, but... I'm actually going to watch this one. Dude, the alumni game. It's the that Oilers. That is Gretzky That's, and Messier. I know. Wayne Gretzky's looking like he's had plastic surgery though, so I don't know how good it'll be. His face is looking very well pulled back. Very rubbery. Yeah. But, but <laughs> seeing, seeing Gretzky in glorious high definition is going to be pretty good. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll probably download it. Yeah. Let's be honest. Hey, um, the next point's actually irrelevant because we wrote this down yesterday and now the Kings are back in the lead in the pack div. Yes. So let's move on. Let's move on. 15-year NHL veteran Brendan Morrow is going to announce his retirement. Quite the journey. Well done, Brendan. Kudos. Tip of the cap to you. Hmm. Hang on. Cap of the stick, sir. Hang on. Ah, well done. There you go. Well done. Well. Oh, we like this one. Well, the Flames have come out and said we're casting a wide net to find a starting goalie. Huge dick. <laughs> Imagine. How about you just go, hey, everyone who currently plays for us, yeah. put your hand up if you're not going to get traded this year. Oh oh oh, 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 can't do that. Gotcha. Imagine <laughs> you're sitting there, right, in that dressing like, room or in the clubhouse, it? and you're Jonas Hiller and Kari Romo, yeah. and your GM's like, we are aggressively looking for a new goalie. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to tell me? I mean, look, honestly, what'd you expect? But this is actually really good for every other team in the league, because if you have a really good goalie tandem... Or a very, very good gifted backup who, let's say, your backup's been playing one out of three games and been really good this year. Yeah, this is a Marty Jones situation. You get ready to, in mm-hmm. the same way that Boston took advantage of Los Angeles, Yeah, get ready to take advantage of the Calgary Flames. Yeah. Because I could see them being prepared to move Monaghan or one of their many defensive assets for a goalie. Oh, yeah. They're going to... They're going to... They're going to... Mm. They're going to give up a few. Well, quick, let's be honest. Quick, quick roundtable. Who's got a goalie that could move? Like an NHL-ready starting goalie who's been a backup that could go into a starting role. Go. You ready for my first one? James Reimer. Reimer. Exactly. So we're on the same page. It's like we've got ESPN. We do have ESPN. Do you like that? On our phones. Wah-ha! Nailed it. Um, so he's he's obviously a rental. James, James Reimer is a rental. Could fetch a good return over at yes. Algrew. Um, or he could just walk out the door for nothing. Either I way. think that he will just walk and go, fuck, who wants to make me a starter? Because he's a starter. He's starter caliber. What about the Blues being prepared to part with Jake, ah, Allen, Jake Allen and rolling yep. with Elliot as their starter That's and right. getting something in return? And then you've also got... Um, uh, his name escapes me now. Do you know who's underrated? Um, Ranta, who went from the Blackhawks back up to the Rangers back up. Yeah. Side mm. note, Scott Darling, Scott I reckon, Darling? could be yes. an NHL-ready starter. So there's... There's a number of dudes There's options. There. There's, there's options, and someone's going to overpay a lot. But the thing about the Flames is that they are massing draft picks. It is an all-Canada 2016 draft, let me tell you. Oh, my God. It needs to be. Dude, none of the American teams even have a fucking pick until, like, halfway through the second round. Yeah, but do you know what they have? Playoff success in the last 20 years. <laughs> Hey, Canada, I'm coming to visit for Christmas. Don't bash me. It stings the nostrils. Hey, last burning issue, though. It's not really a burning issue. It's me just giving you a little bit of stank. Tell me more. Ovi, still nursing a niggling lower body injury. Is that hex I'm always banging on about about to come and doom you? Uh, no. He scored the uh, OT winner today. Shit, did I leave my bottle of water downstairs? Yep. Damn it. Good on you, Cam. <laughs> but you know what we'll do? We'll move into yeah. the good news. <laughs> 
Kevin Westgar. Yeah. He was one tough son of a bitch. This is a really good story, dude. I remember I was reading over this earlier today. Were you impressed with my skills? I'm like, not only are you quite the wordsmith. <laughs> I am, it's true. But... Ha ha ha! Scratch All, my back. Also, also, well, super relevant. Well, well done. World class stick man. Look. <laughs> ah yes, the coxman. <laughs> <sighs> Shit. Anyway, so not only is he the toughest, one of the toughest sons of a bitch. He he has fought a, you know, a, a whopping 112 times across the NHL and AHL. Which so that means potentially he's probably punched on another hundred times in the mo- like you know in the minors ju- it'd be po- junior. So and major let's assume and he's fought over 300 times. Now nah, let's be conservative and say 260 fights in his life. Wow! Imagine <laughs> that's wow. ridiculous when you actually say it out loud. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, when we last saw him in 2014, he was winding up his pro career. He was fulfilling a role that, as we know, is progressively getting phased out. Yada, yada, yada. Let's not elaborate on that. Um, anyway, good news is Kevin has now rejoined the NHL, or, or he did last year, very uh, low-key rejoining. Yeah, subtly, some might say. VP of Business Development and International Affairs. His role has now expanded again, and he's been tasked with growing the game in China and Europe, which I'm really into. The more hockey, the better. But that says that there's a lot of faith in former enforcers out there, that not only are they tough guys, but they're kind of softies as well. Well... Princeton educated. Yeah. And a ripper bloke to boot. Uh, anyone who's ever played shit. with met him, and even dudes who've been punched by him. Are like, what say he's a legend. A, he's a true Actual gentleman. Actual legend. Get around him. Great so, haircut. So I'm, <laughs> I'm stoked to see him continue to live the hockey dream in a non playing capacity. Yes. It's exciting for Kevin Westgarth. It's exciting for the league's looming expansion in those territories. It's exciting for everyone. And side note, get around those tough guys who are very intelligent, business savvy legends off the ice. Uh, Hello, George Paris. Hello there. How are uh, you? Hey, also, oh, more, more good so news. This is, we got a, We got a, We got like an extra, like a little bit of, a little bit of plus one, a little bit of pop, a little bit of zing. I heard it's got more hops. It does. Mm. They add a little bit more to the mix. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I don't know if this classifies as good news. I don't know, but if good you vibes, maybe great. I don't know if you've seen the fucking ridiculous posts that we've been torting all week. That fucking stupid uniform where the dudes were wearing skin-coloured uniforms. Oh, the the muskage and lumberjacks of the USHL. Oh yes, nailed it. Oh yes, for beach night. Yeah, Fuck. so they were they were wearing uh, skin-coloured uniforms that resembled uh, like a tank top, tank with tops, like and shorts and stuff with a fucking lay with a lay, and it was um, in like bright maroon sleeves yeah, and socks, bright yeah. maroon and, and like bright orange. Look sick. Let's be honest. They basically looked like. Mid nineties Hasselhoff playing hockey. It was ridiculous. Holy shit! Imagine Hasselhoff playing hockey. Huge. Segway. If we're talking about mid nineties Hasselhoff, oh imagine my God. Pamela Anderson playing hockey in the nineties. Terrible. Fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> she is Canadian. Is she? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what it is time for there? Baseless bullshit banter. Tasha called the servants of the mental with her bipolar uncle. It's a bipolar. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh, so this one, Cam and I, we, we talked about this last week when we we're like, you know what? We say a lot of shit, and you know what? We fucking do. So this week we're going to go back through the shit that we've said, and whether or not it's still relevant, whether or not it actually made sense, and whether or not we were full of shit. Turns out there's a lot of. Well, you know what? (laughs) It's not as bad as I thought it would be. So I tried to, we went for five topics and we wanted to see, like John said, what was total BS and what came true. It's actually, it's an even split. It's not that bad. I I feel like I've undersold us a little. It's not that bad. Let's let's, let's kick it off with that. So number one, number one on the list with a bullet. Ah, With a bullet. Good high fidelity reference. Thanks, man. Sidney Crosby is a washed up hack. His season is over. And our boy, Travis Zajac, a.k.a. Zajac Watch, a.k.a. Jim's boy, is the balls. Is the balls. Were we right, Cam? No. <laughs> so we <laughs> said... shock horror. If you, oh, my God. What did we say? We said, if you won't sit in a fantasy league, you should dangle him for something else and put <laughs> Zajac in his place. put Zajac <laughs> Look, Travis has been going at a decent clip, and he's actually due for his best season yet. However... Sid's back. He looks like the Crosby of old. He's racing up the scoring charts. He's and got Kunitz right in his wing. Di- <laughs> disappointing for a number of like reasons. a brave little teddy bear. <laughs> Mainly because fuck Sid. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the pens. <laughs> fuck the fans. And long, long live, live Travis. Travis. 
So on a scale, you know, like on a scale of one to ten, one being we were completely wrong and ten being we were completely right. We're about a negative seventeen on this one. Yeah, but still, Zajac watch. But you know what? Very funny. And why let the truth stand in the way of good podcasting? Exactly. He did score twice last week, so get around my man T-Rav. Your boy. All right, <laughs> yeah. statement two. Ah, uh, yes. The Anaheim Ducks are fully cooked. They have absolutely no chance of turning it around. They are done. Case in point, I traded Ryan Getzlaff for a fucking Sedin brother, and we know how that ended up, right? Not great. So Anaheim made our season <laughs> predictions look ridiculous, and by playing possum, they also fingered my fantasy team. Mad. I actually, you know what? This is probably, if the last one was negative 17, this one's like negative 100. Because yeah. they're, they're killing it right now. You know what I will and say, And they're terrifying. Though? It's not like we're the only people that said this. No, I feel like heaps of people are like, no, they're done, get over Every, it. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to go a little easier on us than on that one. Well, yeah, but this one, number three, is pretty fucking shit too. So Yeah, but you know what? That's <laughs> That's not our fault. You know what? This is all care, but no responsibility. No accountability. Well, we're calling here. it, you know what? Fuck reflection. We're calling it out. You know what? We don't get paid to do this. If I want to say some outlandish shit and it's not true, sue me. I've got nothing. Yeah. You can't sue a man who's got nothing. You can't sue a man who's wearing fucking board shorts on a Thursday. What do you... It's, it's Wednesday for one. <laughs> and what? What are you going to sue me for? My big Lebowski bobblehead? Take it. I'll get another one. Yeah. I don't give a shit. You can get them off Amazon. Yeah. $22. Losers. Yeah. Statement <laughs> three. <laughs> so number three, the, the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Winnipeg Jacks are both going to have stellar seasons. Oh. Following on from last year, they are going to dominate their divisions. No one was, ah. su- no one was sucking <laughs> off the Blue Jackets harder than me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so bad. Case um, in point, ugh. Cam, almost exactly this time last year, just before the playoffs, the BJs are going to be so fucking sick next year. On paper, the trades that they have made yeah. will make them unstoppable. But you know what? Again, a lot of people agreed with me. I actually said to you it's not that. You know what? You might have something there, Cam. So it turns out... So it's my fault for <laughs> supporting me. you. Yeah, so yeah look, I'm it, a fucking enabler. That's it, my problem. <laughs> it turns out not investing in your defense backfired in Columbus. Who would have thought? So look, they've obviously started addressing that. They got Seth Jones. Mm. Um, and they've essentially Torts. fingered... The, Torts. Torts. They've fingered Torts. their 2015-2016 season by not handling their shit earlier. I expect them to trade at least Hartnell in the offseason to further bolster that defense. Yes. Side note, the Flyers, they've got a flurry of young demon in the pipeline. Maybe they'll take old Scotty Gingerlocks back. Oh, maybe. That'd be a good story. Um, I liked him playing for the Flyers. And then for the Jets, there's you just could... really no excuse. Nah. I, yeah, well, they're... goaltending. <laughs> What's the recurring theme with poorly performing teams? Shit, goaltending. Hey, who would have thought? The last line of defense in a high-octane sport where people are firing oh. vulcanized bits of rubber it at a net. Needs to be good. You've got to be good at your job. Yeah. 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 Shocking information. I'm not shocked. Yeah, and you know, well, <laughs> Sergei Bobrovsky. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you know great. Sergei? <laughs> I think everyone does. <laughs> um, and then as for the Jets, so yeah, they're yeah, not it's, being a great time yeah. for goaltending. They yeah. could be another suitor for Rymer, though. They could well be. If, I feel like Reimer is going to take his pick. If I was Reimer, I'd rather play for the Jets and the Flames, just because I really like the Jets uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Little's a fucking legend, so there's yeah. that. I reckon Andrew Ladd will go home to Winnipeg. Yeah. Blake I think Wheeler's all right. Big I think buff. The Matt. Yeah, big Truba. buff. Yeah, we like Truba. Tyler Myers has looked Wheeler's really good. Great beard. Mark, Sh- Mark Schifley. It's, it's Matthew Perot. We love Matthew Perot. You know what? We know a lot of Winnipeg Jets. We don't waste too many Winnipeg Jets. You know Jets. what? I think we like Winnipeg. We do. Anyway, so number seven. No, statement four. Oh, yes. But I guess what? Seven. We got one right. We did. We did. All of the seven Canadian teams are fucking rubbish. Yep. And they will not recover in time to make a playoff push. And are we incorrect here, Cam? John, no. This is the sound of vindication because we were spot on. And that sound is so sweet. But... It does also mean that the Toronto Maple Leafs are probably going to win five cups in a row commencing in four years because, because they've they got... Because they have all of the first round of next year's Have draft. you been watching their kids in the last few games that they finally bought up? Nylander and Hyman. Did you see them put an absolute hurting on the Bolts today? They beat mm. the Bolts 4-1. Yeah, they tailed them up 4-2. But there was, yeah. It was 4 it did go to four two, didn't it? Did. it? Sorry, <laughs> the Habs lost to the Panthers four one. I got you yeah, know, so I many, so many numbers bouncing around. I know, I know, but you know, <sighs> statement five. Fuck the Canadians. I'm going to enjoy this one. Yeah, you are. Hit me. 
from day dot, we've said that the Canes need to jettison Eric Stoll and we his did. ridiculous salary. And how many times have we said, Cam, I feel like that's all we talked about for podcast one, two, and maybe even three. Yeah, I agree. And guess what? They did to the Rangers. Lol. Lol. And <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Here we go. Nailed it. Hey, hey. Two for two. And yeah. in the process, they picked up some picks to help their rebound. Which is rebound, good. Rebuild. Jordan yeah. Stiles performed really well this year. Victor Rask has been great. It's been um, good. It's been an interesting season. They may even Noah Hannafin's a, developed well. Yeah, they may even pinch a playoff spot. So good on the Canes. Look, all in all, the move has served them well, and it's given some of their high octane offensive performances this season. I.e., pouring on five goals against Chicago, which says we think they've done a smashing job. Yeah, like good on them. They they at least they picked up some picks. So they're going to be an American team. We've actually got some picks in the first round. So good on them. Kudos. The thing I like about the Canes is as well is aside from They're actually super non-threatening enjoying their name though. Well, I like the fact that the Canadian teams feel some kind of allegiance to them because it's like, oh, hey, your shit too. Let's all be bros. But I would love to see the Can- I would love to see the Hurricanes redevelop and retool oh at God. a faster clip and school it. the Canadian. So team. you're so crap. We should be you're, bros. You're crap too. Yeah. We're crap. Let's all be friends in our crapness. We're swimming in a soup in a sea of shit. So let's all be friends. But then I want the Canes to play possum and be like, yeah, 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 we'll come bro down. But on the side, they're like, fuck you, buddy. Dude, we're trading like motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? I back that. Yeah, you're on it. Yeah. Hey, um. Good on you, Cam. Well done. Let's, let's have a super quick fantasy rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Our fantasy league's heating up this week. My What's other the last week before league, playoffs. It is so. F- so uh, I did the I did the dodgy this year. Um, I pushed us out by two weeks. Most other team, most other leagues are already knee deep in their playoffs. But oh I really? Wanted to, I wanted to give us an extra few rounds because we had more players this year. So yeah, I nice. To give us two extra rounds. So I, you have three potential choices as to when your playoffs are. And I chose the last one. I think that's extra better. Week. Yeah, it's good, isn't I it? That's better. It's very good. So in my other league, I'm killing it. This. Granted, there's only five dudes who actually know what they're doing. In this league, it's heating up. The playoff race between you, me, my, my brother Jimbo, and one other dude is getting very close. So you, that sixth spot, very tight. Do you also know that with our league, if the if standings were basically only generated on the last eight weeks, you and I would pretty much be in one and two? We would, yeah. yeah. How have we had... I'm actually, I was on a winning streak until I lost last week. But this always happens to me, because I've been in your you league for a, three years yeah, now. It always starts terribly. Yeah, and then the second half, of, like, like my Bruins, yeah, late season post-trade push, deadline, it just goes burko. Yeah, but so I was killing it before then, too. You were, so 2016. You, yeah, yeah. You know, but well, was, you know what? Maybe next year. Maybe next year. You know what my thing is? I, it's definitely made me reevaluate my drafting approach. Me too. And I can tell you what it's going to be like. I had the number one pick this year, and I'm like, I will OV, obviously, scores. Next year, I can tell you, you if I land OV. the number one pick, it'll be John Tavares. Yeah. Yeah. You want, he's super well-rounded. Hits super blocks, well-rounded. Well-rounded. Well, yeah. Face-off exactly. wins. Well-rounded. Everything. So, I mean, dudes like... Um, you know, I took a flyer on Brandon Saad moving teams, and it could have gone either way. It was boom yeah. or bust. I won't be as cavalier. No, you'll be much more. I, I feel like this year has taught you some resilience. Also, never drafting a dude over 30 again. Fucking no. Ryan Getzlaff. Ryan Getzlaff fucked you. And you know what? He's done, he's, he's turned it around. But I mean, if you're t- in, a, in a shorter pool, it would be fine. Because well, you just pick up... A, a pick if, up if, it, if it was an eight-man league, I'd still be killing it. Yeah, but in a ten-man, huh? It's just too hard to see. We're, we're, very, we're not very... We're not. We're, we're so deep when yeah. it comes to to our waiver. You've got to. You've got to really dive into it. Well, listen to this, right? So this is my current roster. I've won six of my last eight matchups yeah. with this roster. Listen to this. So Kuznetsov, superstar, right? Mark Schiffelay from the Jets. Yeah. Who else would touch him? Matt Martin. Yeah. Eric Hula, Vincent Trocheck. Exactly. Jamie McGinn. So you've got Luke Dirk's Shen, Jordan Stahl, Brooks Orpik, and Mike Smith. Yeah. So you're doing pretty well, man. But like I, I, I feel like but they're third, all people third time's a charm that I, I know what I'm looking for but now. But they're not people you're going to draft, though. Well, but now I might because now yeah. I know exactly what I I'm looking for. I want to see for. you next year have less moves because for those of you who aren't aware, Cam makes so many fucking moves. So many moves. You've made 63 moves this year. Who would have thought people with attention deficit disorder would... Love a stinker tinker. Love a, love a stinker tinker. <laughs> So, anyway, enough about our fantasy woes. Let's roll through 10 dudes. 10 hot dudes. Who have turned it up in the last few weeks. So, Mike Smith's return, obviously, with a 40-shot shutout. It's pretty good. If you need a streaming goalie, pick him up. There he is. 
There's your boy. Riley Smith, Florida Panthers, left wing, right wing. Still available in 70% of leagues. How? Seven points in the last fortnight, 18 shots on goal. If you're looking for a flex winger to boost your playoff shot, get him. Yes, another backup. Again, Keith Kincaid from Jersey, obviously. Well, with starting now, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Tomas Grease has done the same thing. I've had him all year, and I've been riding him, and now it's paying off. Get around me. Uh, did you see Kincaid's save percentage last week? 981. Best in the league. Jesus. Huge. Here's my favorite, actually. Zach Smith from Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Five goals, three assists, eight pims, 16 shot on goals, 36 face-off wins, and 19 hits. Who Oof. the fuck is this kid? Yeah. If you don't have him, get him. He's he's if you only owned in center, like 12% of leagues. Yeah, you need a straight... Well, in fact, a lot of the dudes from Ottawa's top two lines are ghosts. I've got Mark Stone. Or Mike Stone? Mark Stone? Matt, Matt Stone. Stone? It's Mike Hoffman, Matt Stone. Thank you. Um, that's where I was getting confused. Anyway, he's been killing it. He scored like fucking heaps. And Galchenik, whoa. Yeah, he's come back. That kid is just built to score goals. He scored like... Since I've had him, he scored 11 goals. Imagine if the Canadians had another person that could play hockey. Mm. <laughs> They'd probably be a successful hockey team. Hey, um, assume. Nick Letty, Islanders, yes. D-man, six assists in the past fortnight with nine shots on goals, four hits and five blocks. And he's a good dude. And he's a great dude. Excellent dude. I, um, do you know what I was really loving? I um, I did a bit of... Did a bit of home like hi-fi tinkering the other day. Ah. Bought a bunch of new HDMI cables and whatnot. Ooh. And now yeah, you're talking my language. Cracking yeah. game center through the old the old big ass telly on Sunday morning, watching oh. my uh, my bees beat the. I aisles. feel like we need to pimp your stereo. I could help you. It's with the that. next step. Yeah, I it's can help you with step. that because you know. I, I'm a huge stereo. But you've got man. more expendable income then because I've got two children. That's right. And I, I just can bought, help I, you. But to listeners, I just bought my son like all his first hockey gear. Yeah, that's yeah, great. So mad. Yeah, but um, I can help you. I can help you with your cheap shit. But I got to watch the Bees Isles in glorious Full high def on it. Yeah, and, and loved it. Because I got to watch my team and Boychuk. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Johnny B. See, every, every fucking week, Johnny B. Johnny reference. B makes his way back here. There it is. Hey, Antoine Vermette. Yeah, man. Yo, so this is your wing. boy. My boy. Nine points, 16 shots on goal, 71 face-off wins this fortnight. that number's insane. But Get him. you have to factor in... Plus minus. Fucking negative seven. Yeah. So, it's for me, it's tough because plus minus is, is a... It's a stat that it's a deal everyone, everyone discounts. If you were a chick, plus minus would be like your boyfriend farting when you're going down on him. It's a total deal breaker. And if you don't know what movie I'm referencing by saying that... You're a piece of shit. <laughs> more rats. <laughs> That's the second more rats reference I've heard today. So good on you. So your boy, David Pasternak. Ah, the pasta worth, maker. It is. It is worth picking him up. Four goals, fifteen shots on goal. Even a little, little bit of the old periphery stats. Hit a Seven hits as well. He's in Claude nice. Julian's trust. Yeah. Robbie Fabry, St. Louis center, sneaky one. One goal, four assists, eleven shots on goal. <laughs> good depth center option if you're lacking. Yes. Uh, you got dudes on IR because the Blues are looking pretty good. They are. Or you can just pick up one of the dudes from Ottawa who are killing it. Yeah. And then you've got Prelat from Tampa Bay. Similarly, if you wanted someone from Tampa Bay, you could pick up Tyler Johnson because everyone dropped him. Yeah. So either one of those two, they play on the same line. Yep. It's going to be useful to you. Two goals, eight assists, 15 shots on goal for Prelat. Final addition, Justin Huberdow. Yeah. Pussies. Santa left wing. Not as prolific as some others on this list, but again... If you Panthers need flex, are poised and ready to go. Get around him. He's very useful if you need flex. And if your league is still open for trades and waiver pickups, it is worthwhile picking up anyone on that list because they can give you that extra few starts that you need to push someone over the edge. John, do you like breakfast? I love breakfast. Do you like waffles? I love waffles. Do you like the weekly waffle? I love the weekly waffle. Yeah! <laughs> But guess what? We're about to get quite serious on everybody. Ugh, I tell know. me more. All right. So <sighs> this is actually really sad. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to lead off and get some sadness out of my it's, system. It's very serious, but you know what? It doesn't go for that long. No, we've kept it short. <laughs> <laughs> so as a great many of you would have heard or read over the weekend, a man wearing a New Jersey Devils cap was actually, he actually stabbed to death a man, uh, a Flyers fan in the Rittenhouse Square District, which is in central Philly. Um, reports have stated that the assailant approached a group just after 3 a.m. on Sunday morning. Side note, 
nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Like pull-up stumps. Everyone knows that. And you know what? This whole story just enrages me even more. And I'm happy that you you get to the righteous rage yeah, later on. I get real righteous. So let, let's just roll through the, the meat and potatoes of the story. Right. So, dude approaches a group, asked if he was a Flyers fan, and drunk, asked if they're a Flyers fan, and then stabbed him in the abdomen, and, and then stabs him in the chest nine times, and fled, and then ran. Right? So, yeah. so the aggressor was touted as a Devils fan, and the victim belonged to the fan base of a rival club. So, of course, the press immediately went nuts. I've uh, this is the way I picture it. Hey. Are you a first fan? Yeah. <laughs> Correct. That's, that's, that's how I picture the whole story going. Yeah. It's like 15 seconds of, hey! Yeah, just drunken bullshit. Exactly. And so the press immediately went nuts, stating that this was a crime motivated by bitter sporting feuds, one that escalated in the wee hours of the morning Slash and resulted hate crime. in a uh, hate crime, in some truly mm. horrible shit. Mm. As more details have been made public, though, it's becoming less and less likely that this crime was carried out in the name of sporting beef. The attacker yes. has been confirmed as a homeless man. Who, given his situation, likely has other issues going on that are more likely to upset him to the point of attacking another person, more so than hockey, for fuck's sake. So we can uh, suggest that there's potentially some mental health issues, potentially some substance abuse issues going on. Physical abuse issues. Exactly. So he's obviously skeptical of anyone being anywhere near him in general. If if you're a long-suffering homeless person, anyone being in or around your personal space is potentially going to agitate you. Yeah. And the the obvious financial and safety-related issues that these people face as well. Slash... Don't go near my stuff or I'll stab you. Correct. So the media, and here's what, here's the point we're getting to. The media's insistence on reporting hyperbolic shit as opposed to further exploring what else could have resulted isn't anything new. Oh, but, this but it makes a good headline. Oh, clickbait. But this one's generated a great deal of banter on hockey forums because it doesn't happen in our space very often. No, we don't usually see these hate crimes. It's usually baseball or the, or the Soccer. NFL. Soccer would be the big one. Exactly. Soccer is huge. Again, people are very territorial in American sports. I feel it's a bit more inclusive well, it's in the NHL. Because it's, it's city-based. It's down, yes. not, you know. Yes. But anyway, so look. The NHL is a little more inclusive. Yeah. been through that before. So look, sporting Very violence true. isn't anything new. English and Euro soccer hoons have been kicking the shit out of each other for decades. However, and again, the more you delve into that subculture, the more you learn that it's less about the game and it's more an excuse for these men to feel like they're a part of something and they you know, take out their issues with their perceived social injustices on so another they wail on dudes. That's right. So they wail on dudes who are wearing different colours to them. I actually I actually used to work with a British dude who was in, it was like the Liverpool or the Manchester ah, firm. yes. And he was just like looking back now. He goes, yeah, it's completely ridiculous. Like these were people I probably could have been friends with. Um, but fuck them, we no came from similar socioeconomic backgrounds. That's right. We were just a bunch of dickheads looking for an excuse to do something. And we cling to whatever that excuse is, and, and we write it out. And yeah. then we reach to a point where we go, that's actually a really flimsy excuse. That's right. So they get over it, right? They get over it. You, so, you grow out of it. Well, some dudes do. And those who... Um, those who don't are fucking losers. That's right. So they cling to that. But I, just because your jersey is different to them, it's just the same, I guess, same argument that you can make for racism, so to speak. Only the idiots, you know, proliferate it in the end. Well, um, like, you said it before. The NFL and the MLB, they've been marred with violence in recent years. There's been car park fights in the football. There was a shootout in Dallas this year. Yeah. Um, and it's a Dodgers fan was actually beaten to the point of paralysis by a pair of Giants fans in San Fran. Mm-hmm. But again, you remove the clickbait sporting headline. Apparently, that Dodgers fan had been intoxicated and antagonizing a the pair whole game. That's of right. rather large Giants fans. And when he had an opportunity to walk away, he continued to do so. Again, what they did and was so, horrible. But, but it's not like they said, you're a Dodgers fan, we're going to bash you. It's like, you're a giant dickhead, we're going to bash you. Correct. So, so you remove... So you what's remove, our question? Is how, how much of this type of thing is truly rooted in sporting rivalries versus is your choice of team or jersey simply an excuse for angry, misguided fuckwits to get into an altercation? I feel like it's just angry people who have nothing better to do with their time. And it's just an excuse for them. Yeah. And, and, and to me, those types of people, they're going to get in a fight for anything. It's yes. just a different excuse, which comes back to what your point. It didn't matter that he said, are you a Flyers fan no. to the dude? He could have said... Are you a fan of, you know, green pants? Yeah. Or brown just, hair? Like any excuse would have done. I, I just, I think that we're not even really going to get the gist of the actual situation, but I think what a boy. Well, I mean, why, to, why would we? That re- would require the media to accurately report on something. That's right. And so whilst we're not the last bastion of accurate reporting, so to speak, we do like a good story and getting to the facts because we do fact check around here. I do think we're ethical. 
it to a point. Yeah, I agree. And so that that takes us to, you know, I kind of think that once we take out the sporting team issue, it really just comes down to some people are just jerks. Well, I don't know about you, Ryan, but I'm not interested in punching someone in the head just for being a Habs fan. Like, I will... It's valid to make fun of them, endlessly. I will make fun of them. I'll question the integrity of their administration and the grit of their players. But is it worthwhile stabbing them to death? I'm not Probably interested not. in inflicting physical Probably harm on not. someone for either being born in Montreal or liking the jersey's colours as a child or their dad went for them. That's that's ridiculous. So, let's, let's just break it down. It's not worth committing... Murder because your t- you think that your team is better than another team. It's not even worth committing murder. It's not worth doing any of it. Like no sporting rivalry is worth fighting for. No. Like at the at the end of the day, like it's not worth a life in prison. It's not worth actually hurting somebody. All you're essentially doing is providing lazy journalists with sensationalist, clickbait-driven horseshit headlines. What a waste of time! Wouldn't it be so much fun if you just had a few beers and ate, went home? Ate a hot dog. But I mean, like, our, our point here is this, like, this is being reported globally as a hockey-related murder. That is lazy and irresponsible. It tarnishes, it, it, it tarnishes this like everything else has been tarnished. And what, It feels like a waste of energy. Well, what they should have done, yeah. how about they use the article in this story to actually delve into, hey, let's address the, the homeless lack, problem in Philly. Let's look at the mental health system and support for the homeless as opposed Maybe to... Maybe we should actually do something constructive with our, correct. our spotlight as oh. opposed to... No, he's a devil's fan and he killed someone. He didn't kill someone because he's a devil's fan. He killed someone because he's a desperate, likely scared homeless person. Yeah. So, the long story short, can't we all just get along? You know what? Next time you're at a game and someone's annoying you and they go for another team before punching them in the head... Laugh it off. Laugh it off. Go get a hot dog. And reflect on this podcast and go, probably not worth it. Probably just calm it down a little bit. Just just hush it down. I actually feel just a little bit better talking about that. Yeah, me too. I feel, I'm, I'm glad we got it out. But you know what that means. And I do sincerely hope that someone listens. Me too. I just hope that someone just goes, you know what? I don't, I'm not going to stab that dude in the car park after. I'm just going to go home and finger myself a little bit. I'm not even going to yell at him. I'm just going to go, hey, you're a loser. I'm going to get some chips. Yes. Yeah. That'd be great. Idiot. Maybe a beer. All right, let's pick it back up. Where would they be? Where would they be, Cam? Where would they be? And you you know what? The first one's all yours. You know what? Chris Kunitz. You are are Robin. You're Robin already. You're already Robin to Sid's Batman. You're Robin my happiness is what you're Robin. Excellent. Excellent. Everyone knows that. He is Robin. He looks like it. That shit fucking facial hair he's got. Cannot be Cannot beard like me. Uh-huh. You know, you know he would look unreal rolling undies on the outside. You know that he would look great in red, green, and yellow. You coattail riding motherfucker. We're going to make fun of you all year. Forever. 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 He's got a gold medal riding on Sid's coattails. And how upsetting is that, Cam? Oh, so upsetting. I'll take the next one. Yeah, you will. I wrote this for you. Thanks, man. My boy, Phil the Thrill, the Hamburglar of McDonald's fame. Only a little more washed up, a little slower, a little fatter, and a little sweatier. Yes. But man, big Phil Philitha on yeah. a steady diet of burgers and beers. Does he shine? We're talking... 2013, 2014 vintage here. It's a fine vintage, Cam. He's slow, but he destroys all the burgers and the wings on the bench, and it's damn fun to watch. Those black and white hoops, the weird red bow tie, and the giant head. Oh, my God. Phil Kessel in a Hamburglar uniform. Jesus Christ. You know it fits. He would He's wear- already playing for the Pens. He'd he might th- as well be the Hamburglar now. <laughs> He'd wear the uniform with pride, too, and he would never wash that tomato sauce stain off. Never. Never. He would wear it with pride. You know what I'm doing when I get home, don't you? I'm photoshopping yeah, you are. the hamburger. Because I, I need to see that it. That needs to be there. It, it, you know what? His head is so big. It is so big. He wears like a 9XL helmet. Rubbish head. <laughs> Rubbish head. <laughs> the last one's yours. The uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Hurdle. Uh, yes. Yeah. So where is he? What is he? What's he doing? Who is he? He is Where's Wally. For, as, that's Where's Waldo for American friends. Hey, Americans and Canadians, send us a message. What sounds better, Wally or Waldo? Wally, for sure. For sure. Because do you remember that real shitty rap track, the Wally, 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 Wally world about the dude that picks up chicks at Walmart? <laughs> have you seen this? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Waldo world doesn't roll it off doesn't the tongue. Work. It if doesn't work. If you haven't seen that video, by the way, YouTube. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, YouTube Walmart rap. And it's a dude with two large women. Uh, twer- <laughs> twerking in the car park <laughs> and, and then shopping. And there's no verses. The whole song is just, what's your name, girl? 
What's your number, girl? Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it. Get around it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <so laughs> sidebar. Respect the sidebar. I respect, all right? I, I disrespected the sidebar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I so stand by it. Thomas Hurdle is, he's where, he's where's Wally. He, that's what he does. So we remember him bursting onto the scene that three goal, three goal sesh was. Four goal. Four goal sesh was memorable to say the least. But well, because that spawned the Jumbo Joe Jumbo legend when he said, "Oh man, if I <laughs> scored four goals, I'd get my cock out." Exactly, which is still a sound soundbite that is impossible to find. Let me tell you. Yeah, the NHL did a good job. They of did a great job yeah. of hiding that shit. Anyway, um, so where is he? Where am I even up to? So he's elusive. He's gone. He's gone. He pops up occasionally to score, lend a hand, and assist. Maybe he assisted in Jumbo Joe's goal the other day, but then. He show up maybe, maybe he'll you know pop up on a highlight. Really scored sixteen or seventeen goals this year, so at least some of them must have been memorable. You know where he is? He's in that like next level complex. Where's Wally books? So you know how there was the Where's Wally books where yeah, you could just nail like, it. Where, then there was the real thick the one, one where yeah. it's like Where's Wally at Christmas and everyone's in a red beanie. And you're like, how do you know which one is? That's where he is. Where are you finding? So is he behind the ship? Who knows? Is he hiding in Josh's basement? More than likely, is he even nailed to that crucifix? Who knows? Given that he plays in San Jose, maybe he's partying in the Tenderloin. <laughs> smoking all the meth. <laughs> maybe maybe it's true. But anyway, he will show up eventually. He'll play a little hockey. But he's always going to be skewed from view. He's going to be rocking that red beanie and those thick-ass glasses. Kudos to you, Tomas Wally. Kudos. <laughs> Tomas Wally, I love it. Love it. All right, let's give out some awards. Yeah. So the Jumbo Joe Legend of the Week. Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Legend of the Week. Jumbo Legend, Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Joe. Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Legend of the Week. I'm jumping in. Yeah, yeah. More than a few AHL teams have run a Star Wars theme night over the years, and the Griffins are no exception. That's the Grand Rapids Griffins for those this playing This almost home. made it into the good news. Yeah, I love it. I, I, it, it I thought about it. Toss up. Yeah. Huge. Comes with a twist, though. You see, during the Star Wars-themed intermission this week at a Griffins game, the Head family, which features Mother Maggie and three children, were called to the ice to party with the Star Wars characters. Slowly, they were approached by a hooded Jedi, who mm. revealed himself to be their dad, Josh, yeah! who's just made his way home from a 10-month stint in uh, Africa. He serves in the U.S. military. He does. And so they're like, wow, Dad's a Jedi. This is crazy. Dry those eyes, people. The kids got their dad back, and there was hockey involved. I don't even know how to describe how many feelings were felt over here. Love jumbo it. legends, every single one. Everyone involved, you're a jumbo legend. Well done. Well done. Well Especially done. Especially the kids, because their reactions were genuine. Star Wars, hockey, family. Yeah. Fuck. And there were three fights that night. There were yeah. two. Good game. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> hey, John, you can have the Johnny Boychuk Bone Cruncher of the Week. Well, I mean, it's not that big. Of a of a bone cruncher, but we just like who was involved. We we because I mean we're, we're big fans of Big Burnsy, you know. Yeah, we are. We're big fan, big fans. So I mean, he's beat down on the on the new kid Garrett Hathaway, who by the way, no 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 Garnett Garnett. Hathaway. Sorry, I read it wrong. Excuse me. Um, it's almost so that he could be the new Dalton Prout. He could be Garnett Hathaway. Well, no no relation to Anne, unfortunately. That's a shame. If she were president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> so the game itself, you know. It was a bit crap. Scrappy. A bit scrappy. You know, we, in hockey, scrappy just means it was a boring game to watch, so everyone punched on. Dude started just chucking elbows. That's, 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 yeah. that's what it means, right? So it was pretty boring, but, you know, there was a little bit of little bit of fisty, a little bit of... Uh, froggy, froggy, <laughs> froggy, 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 fisty. There was a little bit of animosity, some might say. But the reason why this is our bone crunch of the week is because we are huge fans of big man Burnsy. Yep. Swing and a miss for old man Hathaway, but good on you, Burnsy, for laying him the fuck out. Oh, dude, Hathaway copped an instigator and a misconduct <laughs> yeah. for starting the fight, and Burnsy flogged him. Thus, swing and a miss. Our favorite bearded behemoth, Viva La Bernier. Yeah. Wow. Let's talk about the Steve Ott Dog Act of the Week. The Steve Ott Dog Act of the Week. Now, this is actual, this is actual dog shit. You fuck. This has got you written all over it. You fuck. Ah, uh, the dog act of the week. You fuck. The Steve Ott dog act of the week. This and one's I, great. It's a hybrid for me because it also counts as our latest installment of Jab the Hab. I know. It's great to, it's great to see a hybrid segment, I have to say. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. I, let, I would read it again. Cheers, man. Yeah. The <laughs> fucking Habs front office again. Again. One, for flipping Tenorti to the Oats without divulging it failed a drug test. Fuck you. Two, 
They've legitimately let, if they have legitimately let PK fly about the joint while suffering a concussion, I hope they are crushed under the weight of a 10-ton hammer. And for those metal fans out there, that's a machine head reference. Ah, yes. Punks. And the reason I said 10-ton hammer is because Rob Flynn wears a hockey jersey in the video clip. Mm. So see how I just tied it all back in? I feel like you've done well. But like I said earlier, fuck them and fuck the NHL if they've let it occur. (sighs) Because you know how we feel around here about concussions and NHL players and letting them play in a sport like that where they're concussed and obviously confused. What are you doing? Adolf Bettman. Adolf Bettman with your cheesy grin and your no hair. Stop it. Yeah, why don't you uh, get a toupee, you little fuck? Because we can make fun of you more. Yeah. Like Marv Velvet. <laughs> All right. There you have it. It's been another huge <laughs> week in the world of hockey. It's been witty. It's been combative. It's been informative. And we've been very Australian. So what's not to love? What's not All to of love? it's great. All of it's great. You know what? I've had a great time. Great time. Running time is going to be, you know, well over an hour. So good on us. We've just bantered. We've loved it. I've loved Too it. Too much. We, I mean, we talked about fantasy. You know, it was great. Talked about Anne Hathaway. Talked about yeah. Roadhouse. Yeah, exactly. Patrick Swayze. I mean, I watched Point Break yesterday. It's, oh. Before we sign off, favorite three Swayze movies go. Ooh. Well, my, my number one is Point Break. Yep. Number two. Roadhouse. Oh. You ready for my number three? Tell me more. Donnie Darko. Yeah, of course. Of course. Because people always forget that he was the pedophile in Donnie Darko. Yes, uh, and yes. it's not like it's not like a Swayze movie, the but because he's in it, you can claim porn it. Basement. Yeah, but Huge. because but because he's in it, you can claim it as a Swayze movie. Of course. Great film. Great film. Great film. Great film. But I've, I've got a Donnie Darko tatty. What's up? I know, you do, and it's great. It's great. Your hair's great, it's looking thick, everything's good. Fucking Rogaine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's tight. Dickhead. Anyway, check us so, out on the gram, Twitter, and Facebook, all of which carry the at Holy Puck Podcast handle. And don't forget to lurk our site, holypuckpodcast.com. John's done a Cam, great job. Yeah, I, I, I think I've done well. Cam posted some stuff earlier this week. I'm working on a couple of pieces myself. Good I'm little right. good little op-ed piece. Little little bit. It's, I mean, it's great. It's getting some nice hits. People are actually reading it, so kudos to you. Mad. Yeah. Who would have thought? Not me, to be honest. <laughs> it was about the Bruins, so I don't really care that much. It was impartial, though. It was. It was fairly well written, I must say. Yeah. Anyway, so that, that concludes episode 14. Thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, good on you. Like, seriously. Yeah, well, well done. done. Well done, sirs. Anyway, let's be honest. And it ladies. It was hard to get through. Yeah. Got there in the end. Episode yeah. 14. Congratulations to everyone. <laughs> <laughs>